Hey loves, welcome back to Strip Down. Mama's been a little tired from having a newborn and I've been slowly playing catch up and getting my episodes in for you guys, but I have been dying to get this good friend of mine on my show for quite some time. We talked about it during my pregnancy and I was just too tired to make it happen. So I'm so excited now to do this remote with him. I have the amazing Kyle Thomas, who is a globally recognized pop culture astrologer. He's been featured in Cosmopolitan Magazine like a bunch of times, Bustle, Elite, Daily, House Beautiful, Marie Claire, Yahoo News, MSN, and like so much more. He's literally everywhere if you guys look up his work and like his site on astrology.com and on horoscope.com has like the most amazing, you know, just stories at the stars and everything he sees and you find all the official astrologers there, him obviously being included. And he's known for his cosmic guidance for celebrities, business executives, and prominent influencers. I was actually also on his astrology show, Astro Kiki, that he did, and he shared all about my stars and where I aligned and my sign, my daughter Amelia. And now today I'm having him back to talk about my second baby girl, Arlie Joe, and also talk about everything that's going on in the world and just like talking stars across the board. And I am so excited. Kyle, thank you for being here, love. Welcome to Strip Down. Thank you so much for having me. I am one of your biggest fans. I love you so much. And it's always an honor to work with you, to talk with you, and then obviously to talk about all of the cosmic ordeals that we are currently encountering. So thank yes. you very much. I'm so excited. So like before we get into it, I obviously read your bio and everything and you know, people can find that when they search you, but why don't you tell us a little bit more about like you and how you came into this and how you came to be. Well, astrology has always been very important to me because I was always seeking answers growing up, you know, about the the occurrences of how I interacted with the world around me. And I also love to understand other people as well. And, you know, I grew up actually very religious and very spiritual, and that's been very ingrained within my soul. And you know, certainly religion and spirituality can give us many different answers depending on what lens you're looking through them to ultimately, you know, help you learn more about yourself and other people. But astrology has been something that was really uh, fascinating to me because it also has predictive qualities as well. And so I find that it is a tool that we can use in many different facets of our lives, whether that is understanding our partners or predicting when success, fame, or money may come your way, as well as love. So, you know, it's been really catapulting my career very quickly. And now I am one of the official astrologers for Cosmopolitan Magazine, and I write with them all of the time. And also, I am the official sun sign astrologer for horoscope.com, and I also release articles on astrology.com too. I, it's just such an honor to be able to share all of my gifts and my predictions and my spirit with people all over the world. So again, thank you so much for having me. Yes, you're welcome. So like, okay, now people know a little bit more about you. They can obviously like search all that, like, like Cosmopolitan's amazing. And I, I always read, of course, all those stories, but you also do like on your Instagram stories and you do like little sneak peeks for everyone, like all the things about the eclipses 
and then moons that are coming up and you'll do little like sneak peeks into everyone's sign. Can you talk about like kind of the curation of that and when you share that on social? Absolutely. So I am a workaholic and I have so <laughs> much content and I know you get that too. Oh yeah. I... Probably why we vibed is the workaholic <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Totally, totally. Well, I am just so passionate about sharing the messages that I'm receiving from the stars and, and you know, that I, I study from ancient astrology as well. And I release power horoscopes in a graphic form every single week on my Instagram, which is Mr. Kyle Thomas. They will be forecasts for what's coming, important moon cycles, movements of the planets. And so you, by zodiac sign, you can find out a lot of how it's going to be affecting you very specifically. Also on my website, which is kylethomasastrology.com, I release tons of monthly horoscopes and even months in advance, different kinds of things that you can prepare for. So I think that, you know, ultimately it really depends on how you like to receive your content, whether you like a long form, very in-depth breakdown of what things are happening by the day, that would definitely be on my website. And then also on my Instagram, I do release stories that give forecasts by the day as well. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of everywhere at this point in time. So I really <laughs> want to make it accessible to however followers are looking to receive this content. And honestly, any, any, and you know this as well, you know, as anytime someone you know, shares one of your posts or comments on one of your posts. It's just such an honor to be able to connect with them. So thank you for, you know, everyone who ever does that. I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm always, you know, sharing what I see with the horoscopes and things that like, I always tell you and I text you, I'm like, oh my God, that speaks to me or that aligns with me. And I think that's where astrology is just so cool because so many of us do find different messages, you know, from astrologers like yourself that we align with and things that really make sense to us or speak to us in a moment that we really need it to. And that's where I think it's like really so freaking cool and eye opening for so many people. And so that being said, why don't we kind of get into like what's going on in the world and what you're seeing with the stars and astrology? I know is it a is it a new moon coming up? What's what's coming up soon? I know there's something you told me that is coming up in the world. Like share with us what's kind of coming and happening. And then I definitely want to get into Arlie Joe's chart as well because you spent so much time on her amazing natal chart. Absolutely. So I know that everybody's been thinking that 2020 is absolutely crazy and it's because <laughs> and the world we have ending and <laughs> <laughs> well, the world as we knew it in many ways is actually evolving, and we are in what I would call a phoenix moment, not only in the United States, but globally as well. This is because of many rare cosmic alignments that are taking place this year, which are causing new chapters to begin. Also, in that process, the past chapter is being closed, and we have to review and reflect upon everything we've brought into our lives so far, as well as what has been in the history of humankind thus far as well. So I actually think it's really interesting because this summer certainly focus, or is a cosmic turning point, I guess you would say, for many different reasons. And that's because first and foremost, we are entering and we are in the midst of eclipse season. So... Have you really thought of eclipses before? I mean, what do you usually kind of think of when you think of an eclipse? 
Well, I mean, I guess before I really understood them and like had you in my life and other like, you know, mediums, different people who like opened my eyes up to it. I think I probably just kind of looked at it as like, oh, it's just like a shakeup of what's what's going on. And like, it'll just kind of be there and pass. I never really like thought into it as hard as like now when I read about like what the eclipses like actually mean and how different they can be depending on like the season and everything. So I was kind of green to that until like, you know, you and others really like filled me in. Absolutely. So the way that I would explain eclipses is that, you know, no matter what, what you believe in, whether you believe in God or angels or spirits or nature or whatever it be, when you were born, there was this force that put these important moments in your lifetime that ultimately you had to cross in order to evolve to your highest fulfillment and, and capability. And eclipses mark those turning points in your life. Usually we have two back-to-back eclipses because you know we have a lunar eclipse, which is think of like a full moon on steroids, very intense. They mark significant achievements, harvests, closure, endings, breakups, divorces, all of these very you know powerful moments like that whereas solar eclipses are new moons on steroids which represent magnificent new beginnings huge new chapters of our lives opening you know all of these new adventures that we are sojourning upon well the thing about this is the reason we actually have three back-to-back eclipses this eclipse season is because we're actually shifting from one paradigm to the other we've been having uh, cancer and Capricorn eclipses for the last two years. So you have been feeling a very intense <laughs> amount of change just constantly. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what kind of changes have you been encountering since 2018 when the eclipses entered your sign? It's so interesting, you know, like that you say that to me and I've had other friends say that to me too, that, you know, that, you know, that are in this space. And it's like, I never thought of it until it was of course brought to my attention because like you said, astrology, not only can be predictive, but it can also be very productive. And now that I like understand that from like your point of view and others, I'm like very aware of like, wow, there has been so many shifts. And I guess I would say, you know, starting with in 2018 was the birth of my daughter, you know, Amelia and becoming a mom and transitioning from not just being, you know, this celebrity stylist and TV personnel and all those things I was doing in the working world, but to like becoming a mom, you know, evolving in that sense, going through so much involvement in my own personal life, having my marriage be really pushed further for to the forefront. Um, not that it wasn't before, but you know, of course, from having, you know, a baby, everything really comes, you know, full circle and you're really in it with your partner. Um, you know, mm-hmm. if things are aligned, which thank God, you know, Justin and I, they are. And I really started like seeing my own focus, like change from like being that workaholic and being someone who had to constantly be out in the scene to like, you know what, I'm going to be home and I'm going to focus on my daughter and I'm going to focus on my husband. I'm going to focus on building our family and our life and you know what we're doing. And that was something I really didn't do before. And that wasn't something I was comfortable with doing. I wanted to always be out. I wanted to always be preoccupied, busy, you know, never really kind of know what time I was coming home, be out doing my thing. And not that I don't still love that and love like working, but it's just been a shift. And it's been such a shift from 2018 to now, of course, with having, you know, Arlie Joe as my second baby girl, like being a real like full-blown mom, mom of two in motherhood, again, really being focused on being a good wife and being, you know, really involved in my marriage and my home and all those things. 
regardless of obviously what we're going through right now with quarantine and everything, like, you know, before that really just being home and focusing on so much of that. And so that was a major shift for me. And then I think too, which, you know, on a personal level, like going through postpartum depression was a major shift for me as well. I think it was mm-hmm. very hard for me, um, you know, when it happened in 2018, but then it really helped me to evolve and I think, you know, come out stronger um, on the other end of things and learn so much about myself, which was not easy at all. But I think that, you know, that was also a major shift that came I didn't expect to go through. So yeah, I felt a lot of transition from 2018 to now. And I still feel like, not that it's maybe transition right now, but I feel like I'm still being shown things. I'm still being taught things and I'm still being pushed to further evolve. Absolutely. And and this summer is really going to consistently do that because we're actually wrapping up the eclipses in Cancer and Capricorn. And that's really significant because it's, you know, collectively has been drawing attention to the stability of our lives, the foundation of our lives, you know, everything that is the root of who we are as people in opposition to our hopes, our dreams, and everything we build in the structures of our lives around us. So, you know, I think it's really important to no matter what your zodiac sign is to kind of see how you've transitioned over the last two years, because that's going to come to a head this summer here. Uh, Another big thing that I'm loving here is that we're entering new eclipses in Sagittarius. And Sagittarius is the opposite of Gemini. And while we did have an eclipse in Sagittarius on June 5th, we will actually have our first eclipse in Gemini at the end of the year around November 30th. And this is going to actually allow you to to transition and evolve in a different area of your life, depending on where your zodiac sign is. And actually, the thing that I'm really loving about this is that we're starting the decade of 2020 in relation to the eclipses in Gemini and Sagittarius. And this is all about our communication, how we are understanding our beliefs. And so, you know, even for you, I mean, I'm, I'm really excited for you to see how you're expanding your voice and really, you know, uniting people. And, and think of all of the protests that have been going on. That's being triggered by this sort of energy, you know? I mean, has that, like, how have you been affected by that? How, you know, how are you uh, energetically taking in that, that energy to communicate as well? You know, I think that this is a very heavy time. And it's, like you said, it's definitely bringing change and things that need to change and, and all that. But I think that in a more um, energy for me personally, I have just felt this heaviness across the board. And I feel like instead of being, of course, I'm sharing and I'm, you know, and and I'm being supportive and all that. But I think for me, for my own space and my own voice, it's really important for me to just continue to really try to spread love and spread that lightness and you know, not just say love and light, but really be that love and light and, and just be, especially for my community that messages me and talks to me all the time, just being that voice, you know, and, and listening to others when they message me and taking them in and then, you know, giving them love back and whatever guidance, you know, I may or may not be able to give, but I just think that there's so much heaviness in the world with everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. There's so much unfortunate divide and constant back and forth and fighting this that I've really tried to remove myself from all that and just stay as neutral as I possibly can because I obviously can't fully understand what is going on and I and I and I get that but for me it's just about being more of a light to people and just being 
open and being receptive and just being caring and loving and just checking on all of my people and all of my community to let them know that they're loved. And, and even though things are feeling heavy and things are feeling like out of control and spinning and this and that, that like there is still that common denominator when it comes to me that like there is that love and that, you know, real genuine feeling and that real authenticity. And I think that's what's most important to me personally is I felt so much from so many from people that I try to keep expressing that. And I keep trying to kind of keep my page a little bit lighter and all that because I want people to know that it's not that I'm ignoring what's going on, but like, especially obviously after just having my second baby girl, like I very much am in this like love bubble right now. And so I want to just kind of spread that love and let people know like it is there. And even though it may not feel like it's there, it is. And I know at the end of the day, you know, most people really do have that feeling, but it's hard right now. So I just, I try to really like, you know, give that. And I feel that when I'm being pushed and pulled in different directions. And that's just kind of like what I go back to and like what the root I think just of me is of like what I feel, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Well, and the thing that I'm really loving about with this transition into these new eclipses about, you know, we're all being forced to use our voices and to communicate our ideas with the people around us. Because as we start with the North Node, which is where the eclipses are moving on into Gemini at this point in time, it is very much about our, our personal beliefs, what we think, how we communicate. And at the end of the, the, the decade, we're actually going to go into a period where the North Node is going to go into the opposite sign of Sagittarius. And so at that point in time, we're talking more collectively about different ideas and bringing in new ideas into our awareness. So, you know, starting this, this decade and ending this de decade, it's all about the conversations that we're making with the people that we're connected to and how we can build a better world. So I, I just think that's a very important thing for us to realize at this time. Yeah, I know. And I love that. And I think that, again, like you just said, of course, things are heavy. Of course, there's a lot of shifting, but I think it's also really keeping like that bigger picture and knowing like, you know, I keep telling people whenever like they, you know, reach out to me or they're having a hard time. Like, I'm like, listen, not that I'm not either. I mean, I'm very fortunate that I did just have my baby girl. And so I have that kind of distraction and everything. And, you know, very much in that oxytocin super love with my family, but, <laughs> at the, you know, but at the same time, I also think that, I really do believe that like all this serves, and you and I have texted and talked about this, you know, off the oh, yeah. but like, I really do believe this is all serving a bigger purpose. I really do believe like there is so much change that's needed. There is so much happening and it really will create a better, you know, world. And I think it will wake more people up and it will have people um, evolve, like you said, and, and evolving as I've learned, especially from 2018 to now is not easy. And it's not something that, you know, most of us want to do, most of us don't like change and we want to stay in the bubble that keeps us safe, but sometimes that's not always the right thing. And so that's something I've had to learn personally. And I kind of feel like the world is learning as well. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing is that you bring this up because with some of these cosmic alignments that have been happening this year, you know, we had some very powerful planets combine uh, at the earlier part of this year, which caused a lot of shakeup in relation to our global economies, the global political structures, the way that we've been living our daily lives. And so in order for you know the, the world to kind of have this tower moment where we're being shaken out of that uh, very aggressively, 
Interestingly enough, we have a very beautiful alignment at the end of this year, which is called the Great Conjunction. And this is going to be when we have Jupiter and Saturn aligning. And this is actually, I wrote this huge article about this, you know, not only predicting the coronavirus, I literally predicted the exact days when the, the restrictions were going to start to pull back. I do want to warn people to please make sure to watch your health this fall and winter, it is going to flare up again. But I believe here, looking at the alignments, that the next great awakening of humankind is actually beginning in the middle of December of 2020. And that is marking a new chapter over the next 20 years where we are going to really be you know, engaging more of our philosophy, more of our intellect, more of our spirituality. And it's actually setting a chapter for about 150 years. Wow, that's pretty intense. Yeah, and we're just in we're in this, you know, transition period right now and and I think it's a beautiful thing because people are going to look back at 2020, you know, not for just the heartbreak or the pain. They're going to look back at how that you learned that you were resilient. You learned that you were able to fly even through adversity adverse uh, adversity, sorry. Yeah. Um and, right. and difficulty and and I think that you know ultimately that that strength is, is a beautiful thing. And I love that you said that because again, that's taking, you know, that's creating that silver lining, right? That's taking what feels so heavy right now, what feels so out of control, what feels, you know, so crazy and everyone being like, oh my God, the world's ending and all this and that. It's like you just said, like there's so much involvement. There's so much beauty. There's so much to learn in this time for yourself, to look at yourself, to look at your, you know, your partner, your friends, whoever it may be, you know, all mm -hmm. these things that are evolving and changing and what you're learning and how you're growing. And I think that, like you said, you know, there, there's so much goodness to that, even though we may not be seeing it. And I, I, I said that to my husband, Dustin, you know, from the beginning when this all mm -hmm. happened, this honestly, as hard as this has been, it really has been a blessing in disguise, in my opinion, for me and like my family, because it gave me time at the end of my pregnancy to actually slow down and focus on what really mattered. It gave me help with my husband, you know, being around while I don't feel good to take care of Amelia. It gave me one-on-one -on -one time with Amelia that I never would have had, um, mm -hmm. you know, that like I wouldn't have gotten to spend those special times or the one-on-one -on -one time with three of us before Arlie came into our lives. It's giving us time now to build as a family of four. And like, again, for Justin and I to evolve as parents and parents of two, like, I just think that there's so many different situations for different people that are really kind of being like leveled up and are being mm -hmm. pushed and forced to further evolve and find that beauty, like you said, and find that, you know, goodness in the resilience of who they are and everything. And they always say, you know, it doesn't kill you, makes you stronger. And it's true. And it's not that, of course, this isn't a heavy time and that like the virus, you know, isn't a real thing and everything, but it's just like, understanding that there is so much more. And like you've said to me when we've texted, like that the virus serves so much more than just being a virus. Absolutely. And, and that's one thing that I always do draw attention to is that, you know, astrologically, when we're looking at a more difficult time or something that is a challenging aspect, it's actually here to improve your life. You know, if you use the tools of the universe for your higher good and know the, you know, current and where it's flowing, you can get in that alignment and you can actually allow yourself to prosper, prosper, flourish, 
and, and grow, you know, very significantly. Another thing that I wanted to point attention to this year is that not only do we have, you know, an, an, a great amount of eclipses that are taking place. And like I said, eclipses are always about the future, pulling you into the future, bringing you important evolution. But we have so many retrogrades this year, and we're currently in a bunch of them. So what, what are your feelings on uh, retrogrades? How would you explain that to people? Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, again, before I was like heavily into this, I just kind of saw it as like a, oh my God, don't pass go, stay home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, stay home, don't do anything, like pause, you know, that kind of thing. Now, obviously, from like your guidance and other friends of mine, I kind of like take things more cautiously. I try to be aware, but not let it hinder me. And just know that like there are going to be flare ups, there is going to be friction and not fight it and try to go with it as much as I can and not, whereas like, you know, the old alley, like that didn't really know much of it and kind of feared it. I allowed the fear to take over. I wouldn't do things or I would, you know, do things and then get frustrated when something would happen. And I, you know, question like, oh, what the hell? Like, why, you know, why did I get a ticket this day? And they'd be like, oh, duh, it's retrograde. And like, you chose to like overspeed mm -hmm. that day. You know what I mean? And like, mm -hmm like that that like you know it's tedious but it's still something obviously that annoys you um or you know upsets you and so i think that like now i've like when i know there's a retrograde i pay attention i'm like okay i'm not gonna let it control me but i'm gonna be aware so that i'm not overly reacting or i'm not doing something hyperextended or whatever it may be that may cause things to be a further flare-up than it would normally be Absolutely. I, I think that's great. And, you know, I think it's really important to draw attention to, you know, we as human beings, we love to rush forward into the future. We want to move on, move fast, make things happen. But sometimes that, we, that means we miss the important details that we may overlook at that certain time, whether that's in a relationship or in a project. And we move on prematurely, I guess you would say. And that's what a retrograde allows you to do is to restart it, go back, reflect, review, and see if there is actually a, a diamond in that sand that you want to actually cherish and bring back into your life. And, you know, depending on what the planet is, we find that there are karmic lessons tied to what that planet rules as well as well as where it falls in the sky. So for instance, we've been going through a Venus retrograde. So anyone that is familiar with Venus retrograde knows that it's all about love, relationships, exes, and all sorts of matters like that coming back to you. But this is actually giving people an opportunity right now to heal past relationships, reunite with those past relationships, or in order to clear space for better ones to find closure once and for all. I mean, with you, I mean, have you had any uh, experiences in the past that, you know, really taught you a lot about relationships that ev eventually you found closure within that ultimately healed you? Oh yeah, for sure. Whether it be like actual exes that came back around and apologized for what they did. Oh yeah, totally. You no, know, and kind of made their amends that kind of also helped like heal me, but then also just personally kind of being aware from certain relationships to not allowing it to play into, of course, like now my marriage and yeah. my own happiness and my own insecurities and all that. Um, I've definitely experienced uh, different, you know, levels um, of that. And I would say too, besides just, you know, uh, uh, exes, I would say also just, you know, friendships. Friendships. And absolutely. Yes. That kind of come and go or evolved. Um, definitely have learned from some of my best friends like and I have had 
totally change, you know, shakeups and changeups in our relationships, but for the better and have evolved us in uh, being at a higher level in our friendships and understanding mm -hmm. each other and not being those kind of high school relationships that we used to have. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing that I think is really beautiful about this specific Venus retrograde that we're experiencing. It lasts until June 25th, but we're still going to feel the echoes throughout all of July until actually July 29th. It's, it's helping you actually look at how you are communicating in your important intimate relationships, whether that be platonically or romantically. So, you know, if anybody does want to reunite with someone, you can do that. Or you can learn from the situations that came before in order to improve your relationships going forward. Interestingly enough, we actually are just beginning a Mercury retrograde right now too. And that is going to really linger throughout most of July. And so this is the universe again telling us to slow down to look back on our progress and see what fine details we want to review and you know either lay to rest or re back reintegrate into our lives so you know don't fear retrogrades work with them allow them to improve your life improve your energy and and take a break because sometimes that's what we need yeah well and i love that you talked about the pause because i think that again in this time obviously we're all being forced to pause in different ways and really slow down. And I think for so many of us, myself included, that can be something that's really hard to do and something that's really hard to allow yourself to do. And mm -hmm. I think this time is really teaching us in all different ways, whether it be work or personal or, you know, family, whatever it is of what the pause means and like the actual beauty, like you said, that is behind it and what you can learn. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and it's so beautiful. I mean, I see everything you post and I really see you as a, be a beacon of light. And interestingly enough, I'm looking at your chart right now. You are just entering a new phase of leadership in your career that's going to begin at the end of the year. But you're, you're, you haven't even seen heights that you will yet. I mean, there's so much excitement coming to you. Your career's really going to ignite, you know, certainly within the next six months, but even further in the next 20 years which I'm just so happy for you with. But the thing that I think is really important that, you know, of the many messages that you've been talking about in, in recent, you know, posts is, is the idea of rest and giving yourself the ability to heal and take time for yourself and to take a step back. Because if we're always burning ourselves out, we don't have the energy to give to our relationships, to give to our children, to give to the world. And that is something that has really resonated that you've posted a lot about. And I think that is truly beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate that love. Well, and it's, it's something I think, again, that I started maybe learning when Amelia was born, you know, mm -hmm. and like how you talked about the shifts and, and my own transitions and how, you know, 2018 to 2020 has been a lot of learning for me and evolving. And I think that another part of that is that I've been learning how to pause and how to find, you know, that acceptance in pausing and not mm -hmm. you know, shame myself for not working 24 seven and realizing that I am more productive when I do allow myself to pause and not living on my phone, you know, 24 seven and giving mm -hmm. not only to my daughters, but to myself and to my husband, Justin, and, you know, to people that matter and that, you know, need that and also deserve that. And I think that, you know, that's been part of my own learning and involvement and still, but it, it's very interesting that you say that about that pause, because it's something that I always go back to and I have to consistently 
remind myself like, Oh, okay. You know what? If you want to meditate for a few minutes, like it's okay. Like then close your eyes and meditate. Like, okay. You want to lay down? Like instead of doing, you know, your podcast interview, like then lay down, but I have to mm-hmm. like really voice that to myself to remind myself that that is okay. Absolutely. I totally agree. Well, and for yourself, like, you know, you are also super busy and always doing so much with, you know, astrology and write-ups and answering all different kinds of questions, you know, whether it be clients or magazines, like, do you also feel you have to find that pause? Do you feel like this time has taught you anything with that as well? Well, it's really interesting because I feel like, you know, I've always been a workaholic, as I mentioned. I I wrote my first novel when I was 14 years old. Like, I've always been going, going, going. And my career is actually, you know, technically, astrologically, my career didn't even begin until January 10th of 2020. And now it echoes on growing and evolving until 2049. (laughs) So it's really crazy. Like, I'm just actually finally breaking through. And so I know that there's going to be even more hard work going forward. But one of the things that has actually been such a blessing at this point in time is my current partner. I love him. He's magnificent. He's a Capricorn. And he has taught me to, he's like, no, we don't work on the weekends or no, we don't, you know, work at at the evenings. I can tell. So good. You know, he's like, no, we eat every meal together. Like we we establish (laughs) these things and, you know, sometimes it can be a little bit, cause, well, it can cause friction because I do want to get back to that email and I do want to, you know, reach out to that client. And especially when I'm working with such high profile celebrities and politicians at this point in time, I mean, I'm working with some really powerful people and being glued into a scene that a couple of years ago, I was just praying that I would be able to interact with. And, you know, now it's, it's coming to fruition and it motivates me to use my influence and use my voice to really empower people and, and you know, certainly uh, teach, them, teach them to, you know, work in alignment and trust the natural flow of their bodies, their spirits, and, you know, certainly the universe. And, you know, I'll, rest is important in that. You know, you have to surrender and, and be able to mend yourself uh, because I've, I have burnt out before. And so have I several times. So me too, several times. And it's something that I do struggle with because, you know, I will work, you know, 15 hours a day sometimes. And then I'm like, no, 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 no. Taking a break is okay. But I think, you know, at least from my uh, point of view is that I really do integrate spirituality and, and meditation and prayer into my daily ritual, no matter how busy I am. And I think that once people find a tool that is going to really resonate with them, whether that's yoga, whether that's listening to music, whether that's going to the gym, you know, maybe that's, maybe it's a hobby, maybe it's reading, maybe it's vegging out on the TV, you know, whatever's going to really give you a a moment to surrender and reprieve uh, from, from your day to day that will ultimately give you more of a productive schedule as you were mentioning. So you know, I just think, like I said, it really depends on who you are and, and what is going to resonate with your current schedule. Yeah. Well, and I love that you said, like, everyone's different. So it's like, what is your reprieve? What is, 
you know, your form of meditation. Not everyone, like, you know, Justin, my husband, like he laughs when I, you know, half the time when I meditate and he's like, okay, do your thing, you know, but it's like, he doesn't, that doesn't resonate for him. You know what I mean? For him, he wants to sit outside and like, you know, enjoy nature and go for a hike or go golf or mm-hmm. you know, sit with, you know, like sit with a drink or, you know what I mean? Like it's so everyone's different in what they find in that what works for them and i love that your man is a capricorn because you know justin's a capricorn also oh yeah no we've talked about this yeah absolutely you know so it's funny how like you were saying like the capricorns they kind of draw like the lines in the sand they're like here's the structure here's how this is going to help you you know here's how you need to take a break like you know that kind of thing it's funny now that you have that as well in your life and it's helping you and balancing you but you also like see the friction that can come because you're like, no, 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 I want to work. No, I want to do this. Yeah. Well, and the thing is that, that I, I love about it is that, so I'm a Taurus. So naturally we have a great affinity because we're both earth signs, uh, earth and water. They really v- flow, you know, very organically, uh, but I'm an Aries rising. So I am super fiery. I'm very <laughs> intense. You know, I'm loud. I could be big. And, you know, when I get like that, you know, and it's never in a destructive or, or negative way. But he, he actually pulls me back and he's like, calm my beastie. You know, like you can get back to the email later. You can get back to the, the Instagram later when you're posting about everything going on. And I'm like, I know, but like, <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful balance and it really works for me. And I'm so grateful every day that I have him. I love it. That's so awesome. So speaking of charts and like, you know, the, the, the needle chart we were talking about before and the actual you know, um, stars and how everyone's aligned. I want you to share, I know you sent it over to me, but I want you to like actually go through with me on Arlie Joe's needle chart that you took so much time to put together. And I was going through it and I was like, wow, so much already I'm reading is so interesting. And I feel like aligns with when she chose to really come in, which I mean, you also told me you were like, oh yeah, she chose to stay in there and be a Gemini and she's choosing to align with this time. And so it's really telling when you look at the stars, but like, why don't you share a little bit about her chart? Absolutely. So one thing that I do as a professional astrologer, and I can do this for clients, you know, no matter where you live, is I take the, the important information of your birth. So that would be your time, date, and your place of birth. And we integrate that into different platforms that give us a, a blueprint and printout of where the stars were at that exact moment where you entered the world. And that gives us a lot of clues about the patterns that are going to happen throughout your life. So I need that to ultimately make predictions, but then also to help guide you to reach fulfillment in the fastest and most you know, fulfilling way. So the thing about this is we always look at certainly the sun sign uh, as a very big indicator of the personality. This is who they are at the root of who they are. This is where they're going to you know, live throughout their entire life. And with her being Gemini, she is chatty. She is going to be very, very vocal and she is going to be very intellectual. She's going to be very heady and really have a lot to say about the world. There will be natural abilities within writing, speaking, singing, any sort of communication. Uh, also, the, the thing that is super important is to look at where the sun was rising at that exact moment of birth. 
This is the mask that we show to the world. This is how we present ourselves. So Arlie Joe is going to present herself as a Libra, herself as a Libra. And this is magnificent because Libras are all about charm. So she's going to be absolutely dazzling. She's going to be very social. She's going to be able to resonate with a lot of different people. And again, with that being an air sign, that's very communicative. I love that for you. And I think you're going to really, you know, find that to be such an exciting energy because both of these, you know, zodiac signs with the, the Libra rising and the Gemini sun are going to take the information that you give her and, you know, really allow it to inform, you know, everyone that she ever meets. Her moon sign is Virgo. So she will be very self-critical. So you may want to watch for that in the future. Uh, and so she can probably get a little bit down on herself sometimes because of that. So one thing I would really, you know, encourage, you know, as a mother is to kind of like get her out of her head. You know, have you ever had experienced that where you just like get in your head or you're, you know, like. <laughs> Definitely. I've had many. I actually, right before I gave birth, I was so in my head about my labor and like how my birth was going to go. And my husband, Justin actually was like, you know, giving me an example of like how he gets in his head with golf mm -hmm. and how, you know, you have to work through it and this and that. And it really helped me to be able to like let go and actually allow myself to go into natural labor. So yeah, mm -hmm. I'm really bad about being in my head. Absolutely. So, you know, I think it's just really important to just kind of guide her to, you know, find ways that she can, you know, release her emotion, whether that's creatively or exercise or things like that, uh, so that she doesn't over-intellectualize those things. But she's going to be so chatty. She's going to be so fun. And that's going to really be really in alignment with Amelia as well, because Amelia is an Aries. So Aries is a fire sign. Gemini is a, an air sign. And together, they are like two peas in a pod. They're going to be so much fun and they're really going to gel. They're going to be extremely close. I really can see that. And it's also going to be indicative that they're going to be just like the best of friends because uh, Arlie's ascendant, her rising sign, is nearly exactly opposite of Amelia's son, which again shows that union. And Arlie is really going to look up to her big sister. You know, Aww. she's going to really consult her through. I, I mean, seriously, I'm looking at this and I was like, oh, wow. You know, that's, that's such a synergy. And I think the, the interesting thing about that is with you being a Cancer and with your husband being a Capricorn, you guys are very rooted within that earthy and that air uh, or that or earthy and that water energy. But Amelia and Arlie are actually fire and air. So they're a yin and yang to you guys. And so you're actually going to learn so much from them and they're going to learn so much from you. It's such a beautiful balance. You literally have all four elements in your family. So it's going to be an intense one, but such a beautiful one as well. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's really neat. And I remember when you and I were texting before she got here, you were like, I don't see her as a Taurus. I feel like she's waiting to come for Gemini. And then you like texted me after Taurus season was over and you were like, all right, officially a Gemini. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Well, and you know, actually I'm looking at Arlie's chart, just kind of some future predictions. So she is going to have uh, some psychic ability, just so you know. Um, she is going to be very, very in touch with her spiritual side there. That's going to kick in for her very significantly. Uh, also, she is going to be such a romantic. Like, I am like not even kidding. It is going to be one of those 
head over heels love stories constantly once she you know gets into her teens that's going to be a big thing and what i can see with uranus actually falling in her sector of uh, partnerships sometimes she's going to bring people back home and you're going to be like wait really just totally <laughs> very eccentric very out of the box and just people that you not you wouldn't necessarily expect that she would go for, but that's going to create excitement and that's going to really help her learn. And, and so, you know, I would encourage that. Um, but you should expect that now. And I mean, literally in 15 years, 16 years, you're going to be calling me and you'll be like, Oh my God, Kylie, we're totally right. You know, <laughs> so that's going to be a big thing there. Uh, but I love that, you know, she's also gonna be very creative, very, very creative. I, I love that too. So I'm just kind of taking a peek through all of this stuff here. Yeah, and you had told me Amelia also had a very creative side to her when you went through her chart. Oh, absolutely. In, in her chart, she has the sun in her sector of, oh, and this is, this is one thing that I think is really interesting. They both have a very powerful, fiery, masculine planet in their sector of love and creativity showing they're both super romantic. Oh my God, I can already see it. I mean, literally, they're just going to be constantly talking about love, constantly, you know, out on the hunt for romance. And I think you're really going to love that. But also, I feel like it's going to be a point in time where you're going to have to like, take a step back and be like, oh my God, I can't micromanage it. You know what I mean? You're like, I feel like there's going to be times where you're like living through their romantic life. You'd be like, oh my God, I remember that, you know? that kind of stuff. But, you know, that's really beautiful for them. You know, with Amelia, she, I feel like her energy is a little bit more of like front and center wanting to be the star where it really is just going to be very passionate about being creative and, and collaborating. Um, she certainly, with Amelia. she's two and she's like, everything's about her when we're talking. It's like, mama, dada, mama, dada, like, look at this. I'm drawing, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Oh, yeah. It's very much she is the star. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, the interesting thing, you know, with Mars being in Arlie's fifth house here, I really sense that she's going to be very opinionated about the, the, like the, the creativity and art that she has. But it's not necessarily that she has to be, you know, the center of attention. She'd rather be the leader. And, and those technically can be different things if you think about it, you know, in the sense that, you know, yes, we have you know, a Lady Gaga, but what, who's the person behind the scenes? You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So I I really see that kind of thing for sure too. What else do we have? I know. I I love that you're reading her chart live. So fun. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm just like, I'm just kind of going through it and feeling it. Yeah. Arlie's going to be very intelligent. She's going to be really very focused upon, you know, really exploring different kinds of philosophies. You know, I, I certainly see her going to college. Absolutely. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. I love her. Her Mercury is in her sector of higher education. So that's going to be a big thing too. Mm. Love yeah, it. Reading as, as well. So she, so her son obviously is Gemini because that's what mm-hmm. her sign is. Right. Mm-hmm. And then moon you said is Virgo. Yes. And then what's her rising? Libra. Libra. Okay. Yes. And then Amelia, she has a sun sign in Aries and both her ascendant, which is her rising sign and her moon uh, are in Scorpio. And so the thing is, I actually feel like, I mean, across the board, Amelia is going to be such a 
dominating presence, you know, mm-hmm. and, and very, she's very headstrong and she's going to be very passionate, so extremely passionate. But the thing about her is that she's going to love so intensely. And so, you know, she's going to be very protective of who she loves and very, very protective of her little sister. I mean, this is like, you know, nobody hurts and touches Arlie because Amelia will destroy them, <laughs> like straight up. So, yeah. which is a great, you know, I think it's a beautiful, powerful thing, you know, to have that, you know, really, you know, excellent and, and dominant figure, you know, to look up to, oh, you know, yeah. so I, I love that. I think that's amazing. And like, um, like on a spiritual note, like we were saying earlier and how, you know, you're very spiritual and, you know, I am too, you know, who obviously my, you know, first daughter, Amelia is named after is my grandmother who passed away. Mm. And her sister, Mary is still alive here on this earth. And she had said to me when we had found out we were having another girl, she was like, of course you are because my sister wanted to have another sister bond because my grandmother and Mary had like the most intense, like super close sister relationship and they were like top bad cop together. And so she said, she was like, as soon as I found out you're being another girl, I was like, yep, of course, that's what my sister sent, you know? So I think it's really cool. And hearing you share all that about the girls is like a very cool, like spiritual alignment of hearing about their relationship and how they're going to interact and be. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's so amazing. Thank you for doing her chart. I'm so excited. there. Uh, dive into it and read all about it. Well, before I let you go, is there anything else you want to share with us about, you know, what else is coming up, you know, in the stars or anything that people should be looking out for just in a general, um, you know, census of like what they should pay attention for, or, you know, with this summer, like what they can expect with astrology or anything like that. And also I want you to speak to for a minute, how you've talked about so much on your own social, but even with me, how astrology can be productive, but also predictive. Because I think a lot of times people think obviously astrology is very woo woo and, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, it's whatever this, whatever that and the stars. But I think that what I love about what you discuss and the way you really talk about astrology is that you kind of take that woo woo out of it. And it's like, hey, this is all the really cool stuff behind it. But like, this is how you actually can look at it and make it productive in your own life without obviously kind of just only following the stars. Absolutely. So cool. So uh, let's jump into a little bit further in 2020. Uh, So we do have Mars, which is the planet of passion and drive. It's going to be entering Aries for six months and collectively the, the human uh, species is an Aries. So that's why we are all very universally tied to the movements of the things that happen there. So our energy is going to be fired up over the last six months of the year. We are going to be very focused on our independence and our personal leads and how you know we are getting what we want. And you know, it's it is going to be a little bit more of a, a selfish time, but it also can be a time of self-love and self-healing and really allowing yourself to grow stronger. So I think that's a beautiful thing for us all to resonate with. However, I do want to caution people that from September 9th until November 14th, Mars is going to be retrograde. And that means that everyone's energy is going to be weakened. I caution people to try not to launch new businesses, don't officially start new relationships during Mars retrograde, because if you do, they will fail. And I have been, you know, 
firsthand witness of this with previous projects and it's so heartbreaking to see because you're going to want to launch something or you're going to want to push things forward, but the universe is really telling you to sit back and, and rest and, and to review. Also, everyone's immune systems will begin to be weaker during that point in time as well. I did an article for astrology.com where they asked me to hone in on specific dates about the coronavirus and when people need to be very careful. That window of time is extremely important. I want you all over the world, wherever you are listening to this, to please pay attention to your health. Please heed the you know, advice of medical professionals and work on keeping yourself and your family safe. That is really important. So, you know, that's a big takeaway there. However, going back to what you were saying, I thank you so much for really drawing attention to the way that I teach astrology. I really want to empower people with it. And the way that I teach astrology is by discussing it as a strategy. I do believe that we all have the opportunity in this life to get all of the things that we want to apply ourselves for. Astrology is predictive. Like for instance, I can take your chart and I can talk about everything that was happening 10 years ago, what's going to happen tomorrow, or even 50 years from now. But the thing is, I also see it as productive as we were talking about before, because if I see that there's an opportunity for more money or better love or, you know, success, whatever it be, you have to walk through that door and you have to take action to seize it. There's a lot of people that really go to psychics or astrologers and they kind of think that they're at the mercy of the stars and everything is completely set in stone. And while there are a lot of patterns that are going to happen, I want to empower you to not, not only know what is going to happen, but how you can make it work in your favor. So that's the big flow of my astrology. I love that. That's, that's really cool way to like, I think, explain it. And especially for those that may be a little weary or they feel like all they do is follow, like you said, but they're not actually allowing themselves to evolve with it. I think that's a really good message, whether you're in the you know beginning stages mm-hmm. of learning astrology or you're someone who's gotten really heavy into it. I think, you know, it kind of collectively works for all. So thank you so, so much for explaining that. And Kyle, I know you mentioned in the beginning of the show, but tell us again where we can find you, where we can check out, you know, all the horoscopes and all the things. Of course, they can Google and see Cosmopolitan and all the amazing, you know, uh, publications that you're featured in. But tell us where we can find you like on the daily. And if people want to reach out to you to book you for their own, you know, natal chart for maybe their child or for themselves, all that good stuff. Perfect. So my website is www.kylethomasastrology.com. Like I said, I release monthly horoscopes, tons of information about your zodiac sign. And so no matter if you are a beginner to astrology or someone who has been a lover of it for decades, you can learn so much about what's going on now in your life, not only physically and all of the circumstances, but how you are evolving as a person there in all of my work. Uh, that is listed on the Horoscopes blog and uh, certainly my press page for all of my interviews. However, my main platform of social media is certainly my Instagram, and that is Mr. Kyle Thomas, M-R-K-Y-L-E-T-H-O-M-A-S. And that's where I am posting daily information, all sorts of forecasts, and interacting with each and every one of you. I just want to thank you so much for having me, Ali. I just absolutely adore you. And then, you know, obviously anyone else that chooses to reach out, thank you for that. And I look forward to hearing from all of you. 
Amazing. Thanks so much, Kyle. Thanks for sharing all about the stars with us and, you know, keeping everyone aligned during this time. And until next time, guys, cheers. Bye.